0: Today is Wednesday, October 7th, 2020, and this is Coverdale's Corner. A number of headlines have my attention today, but yesterday's topic had me thinking a bit more about history and our approaches to it. We're in the midst of a rethinking of a number of things about our country and our world, and old views of history may not be as accurate as we've been taught. A topic I personally need to research more, for example, is the Great Depression, Most of what I know of the history is what we learned in school, but there's plenty of argument from the political right that FDR's actions regarding the economy during the Depression may have lengthened it rather than guided it towards an end. I do know that part of that argument falls apart because Roosevelt's administration cut government spending after he was elected to his second term in 1936, plus a number of his programs were overturned by a conservative-leaning Supreme Court prompting his attempt to add seats, court packing, as has been a discussion topic of late in our news. That attempt, though, never got a hearing in Congress, as Justice Owen Roberts, who had sided with conservatives on key issues throughout the Depression, began to side with the progressive wing of the court, most notably on the matter of Social Security. A big portion of our current debate centers on the 1619 Project, headed by Nicole Hannah-Jones, and just how much of a role did slavery play in our country's founding and some things that we still see in our country today. I'll note my lack of a full reading of those materials, but immediately historians began to criticize items in that project, while Hannah-Jones is strongly defensive about the project's reportings. I always cringe when people try to pass off the Civil War, as a war over states' rights, but in some states, that's the history taught to children throughout school. Despite many of those same states having issued articles of secession that state outright that slavery was the issue. Those Confederate statues that have been a flashpoint through the summer, many constructed as far as 70 years after the Civil War ended, in part to rewrite that history. So as you can see, There's plenty of debate just on those items from both sides of the political aisle, and that's even before we get into Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States. The old adage is history is written by the victors, and that's part of the problem. There's plenty to be skeptical of how our history is spoken and written. It may not be completely accurate, but it also doesn't mean that it's completely wrong either. The challenge is determining where the accuracy falls, much like the news nowadays. Let me take a moment and talk to you about the best way to put together your podcast. If you're interested in joining Coverdale's Corner online, you can do so by utilizing Anchor. It's free with creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or computer And they're outstanding in their distribution. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, many more just by utilizing Anchor as your home base. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, we'll get our chance to hear from the vice presidential candidates in their only debate before November 3rd. With the mess of the coronavirus outbreak at the White House drawing all of the attention, it will be interesting to see how this debate is approached and what topics will be on the table. Coronavirus will, of course, be a large item, not just because of the outbreak, but because of Vice President Pence's role with the task force. And if I was the Harris campaign, I'd be livid at the small bit of plexiglass protection that is being afforded for tonight at the University of Utah. Photos this morning show about a 7-foot tall by 5-foot wide sheet. Not very helpful if Pence is infected, though tests have not shown him to be to date, We've had it reiterated that tests alone do nothing to prove someone isn't infected given the incubation period. Speaking of that, the Broncos-Patriots game on Sunday now a possible candidate for delay after Stephon Gilmore tested positive for the virus. He was one of the players placed on a second flight to Kansas City last week by the Patriots, one with players and staffers who had been in contact with quarterback Cam Newton. The Titans-Bills game this weekend is also a potential postponement, while the Dolphins have been given clearance to fill their stadium by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. 65,000 fans possible later this season. I swear to God we keep doing the exact opposite of what makes sense. Today's episode art is of the legend, Eddie Van Halen. I saw Van Halen in Manhattan in 1992 on their Right Now tour, and it remains one of the best shows on my lengthy list of concerts attended. I was on tickets from the radio station I worked part-time for, Little brother wound up up front. He caught a guitar pick from Eddie. He's now trying to find it amidst the clutter of life. I'm sharing a couple of links in the episode notes today. One about Eddie's innovation. It even resulted in patents in his name. And the other to a video of a concert at the long-departed Pogo's in Wichita. Video from 1978. I look forward to our chat again tomorrow.